Open up my window to substitute outside. Hi, Kath. Hey, Don. Hi, Addie. Hello. Hey, Addie. Hi. Oh, my God. It's been, I feel like, I don't know, three seasons have passed <laughs> since we've been able to record. It's I don't know. Crazy. They don't know who we are. They don't know who we are. We're the We've lost of- <laughs> all momentum of all four years. We have no more listeners. <laughs> they have no more support. We're back to talking into the ether to just us. You know, and- we, we can't put that in the universe because it's the scarab and you have to be mindful. So do not scarab say it. Okay. Well, I am mindful. Still grateful. We still have great support. I'm, Thank you. I, of course, I'm kidding. Of course, I'm kidding. But um, yes, but um, before we even go on, I have to address something from the last episode that we recorded. Seems like 18 months ago. It wasn't. It was. It was right. It was around Christmas time. We missed all of January. Well, right? Tracy died. I mean, what do you I want know, to say? Tracy we died had a little, and... a little bit of things happening. A little bit of stuff yeah. was happening. We had a few things and we'll get into it. But um, the last episode, we were talking about our trip to Las Vegas. Among all the things, we uh, were talking about the Paranormal Museum and we were talking about Annabelle. And instead of saying Lorraine Warren, we both landed on Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> <laughs> Having, having the, the haunted artifacts, which I'm sure in her line of work, she feels like she does manage haunted artifacts. So I don't think that we were that far off, to be honest. But um, in all fairness, Elizabeth Warren is not the keeper of things like Annabelle. Um, and and Annabelle, Annabelle, wait, Annabelle, I can't say it. Annabelle. Amityville, Amityville. Annabelle. What? <laughs> what, Kat? A- Amityville. <laughs> oh my God, I'm laughing at a stroke. Stop laughing. If you're laughing out there, I just want you to know you're laughing at my sister who had a stroke. It's okay. I hope you feel it's, good about yourself. That's funny as hell. Oh my I can't God. Say do it. Onomatopoeia now. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. This is what happens Come on, when we do it. Wait, Please. this is what happens when we don't practice talking. <laughs> we do the podcast as my therapy. We've been mute. We've been mute for six weeks. We've been in a retreat of silence and we've lost all cognitive uh, talents. My speech therapy. This is my speech therapy. We haven't been doing it. Eminent. <laughs> Amityville. I can't. I can't. Amityville. <laughs> I could do this all day. All day. This is a podcast. We're going to become one of the. This is all we're going to do. It's like that. Um, I mean, Bob Saget, RIP. I did love that Instagram account where it was the same picture of Bob Saget every single day. And that's what we're going to be. We're just going to say Amityville. I can't wrong. do it. That's really funny. Oh, my God. Amity. I listen. Say, try it. Amity. I got to look at your face. Hold on. You got to do it slow. Amity. Amity. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> okay. 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 Listen, don't be mad at Donna because it's really funny. I'm laughing, too. It's okay. It's okay. I could do other I things. Don't be mad at me. 
Because you're laughing at me. Because you're laughing at your sister who has speech impediment. (laughs) (laughs) This is a brain injury. So funny. Oh my God, I needed that so bad. Oh, that was so funny. Okay, I'll try again later. Let's see. Stay stay tuned. I might be able to (laughs) stay tuned. This is going to be like, this is going to be the teaser. Stay tuned at the end of the episode. (laughs) When Tracy, listen to me, Kathy wants to try to actually speak correctly in medieval horror. You know that, you know that dad, when I was like, Hmm. I don't know, we were like 10 years old. I was 10 years old. So you were little, like five. So I, I know I've talked about it in the past, but um, I went right from reading Judy Bloom, like, are you there, God, it's me, Margaret, mm-hmm. to Stephen King. I did not do any of the babysitter books. I didn't do any. I went in second grade and third grade. I read all of the Judy Bloom books. And then dad was reading The Shining. Right. And I asked dad, he's like, no, it's really scary. And he goes, it's too hard for you to read. Oh, and then you were like, yeah, bitch, watch was, me. Yeah. yeah, that's all you have to say to Donna. You can't and then do my that. Mom, and then my mom, my mom, not your mom. Mom said, mom said, all right, here's the deal. You can read anything you want, but if you don't know what a word is and you can't look it up in the dictionary, I'm not telling you what it is. Oh, so Lord. I was like, okay. And so um, first I read The Shining. And I didn't know what sodomy was because oh that my God. was not in the dictionary. Did you ask dad? <laughs> I did he would have had a heart. He would have had a heart attack. Yep. He was like, you shouldn't be reading that book. Um, but um, it scared the fucking bejesus out of me. Still read it. And I pretended not to be scared. Then dad and I were at a garage sale. And dad was like, oh, you like The Shining? You'll like this book. And it was the Amityville Horror. Oh, my God. And so I was a ripe old age of 11, <laughs> 11, when I read Amityville Horror. Oh, my God. And um, what scared me the most in that book was the drawing of the spirit demon that the yeah. kid drew named Jody, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember talking to dad about Jody. And it was around that time that you had an imaginary friend. Ugh. And... Dad and I were, I can't remember. We just, I can't remember. We had a specific joke about you talking to Jody. And it was like the only one that I was like, oh, she's talking to Jody again. Which, you know, if you think about it, you were living in that haunted space in the back room. It was kind of fucked up and it kind of answers a lot of like why we're fucked up. Questions. And why we just spent the last 15 minutes laughing at me, can't sing Amityville, right. whatever it is. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, there's a reason, right? But but my point is, um, so we went to Grand- Nana's, we went to Brooklyn for some occasion, and we had to go to Staten Island to drop somebody off. And dad was like, you know what? I don't feel like going back to Brooklyn. We were spending the night. Yeah. And there wasn't really plans for after we dropped somebody off. And you know how, like, if, if dad had an errand to do, mom was like go with your father yeah yeah and I don't know now looking back like was it just to get me out of her hair like she wanted like less kids around the answer is yes like (laughs) all of the above a b c all the above so so with the green station wagon dad Mm -hmm. was like I know where we can go and dad fucking drove me and him to Long Island oh my hours out of 
and I have to tell you, he was like, it's, um, um, he treated it like, you're not going to believe this is going to be great. And, you know, this was also the year, and I know I've told this story. This is also the year oh that dad God. took me out of school to go to the cyclone in Coney Island. That's different than going to see the right. devil spawn. So, Let so me show sad. you where the devil comes from. Let me go, let's I'll take go you see. out of school. Let's go see. It's a real house. So dad <laughs> was like, it's a real house. Oh my God. And he must have, he must. I don't know how he found it. it must have been in the paper or something but dad you know with his driving and his six cents he was you know that's where we get it from yeah <laughs> so we were driving around Amityville looking for this fucking house and but I didn't know what, exactly what we were doing and as we approached the house I remember like having a like mini heart attack but also like yeah trying to like not be scared and be cool right and because like, you couldn't read right because I shouldn't be reading it anyway and uh and dad was like look at that look at that it answers so much of who you are that scenario <laughs> of being pushed to the limit and having to act yes. cool about it oh yeah act, acting cool acting cool hey I many, i'd be like what the hell no i have many many stories about me acting cool but inside going what the fu- what the what fu- what <laughs> I'm you know, not like cool. fast I'd be forward, screaming. fast forward, like 15 years after that. And I went to see Kristen in the city and she kind of ditched me or I don't know what happened. We got, I got separated from her, but we were in this weird S and M club and I was sitting at the bar, like waiting for my friends. I don't know where we were. <laughs> we were, we went out dancing. I don't know how we ended up here. And there was some dude next to me. And I felt like a fucking PTA mom in this place when I'm usually like the weird one. I was not the weird one. And he said, um, he asked me what I was into and I, (laughs) and I didn't know what he was talking about. And I just said eighties music. (laughs) He said, he's like, huh? And he, I can tell that he was trying to see like what sexual thing was about. Like what's in the eighties. Right. Yeah. Right. Like what's eighties music have to whatever. And he was like, I was like, what are you into? And he said, blood play. (laughs) And I was like, that was one of those moments where my internal dialogue was like, what the fuck? What? But I have to go on, be cooled on. And I was like, that's cool. Thinking to myself, Oh my God, how did I get the fuck out of here? But this was, you know, this was the days before cell phones. And when you lost your friends in the city, it became like that fucking movie after hours. It's the amazing race. That's how it started. (laughs) We talk about the amazing race. That's how it all started. That we fucking, yes. How do we figure it out? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I stopped worrying about things because I think about all the danger that we were in by neglect (laughs) and and just not neglect but just like we can figure it out survival instincts and we did all right yeah you know i think yeah i don't know but yeah and then after years after dad taking us there every time it came up on tv or somebody brought it up dad'd be like remember when we went to the house (laughs) and my mom was like my mom mom was like what do you mean? And I, I distinctly remember walking into our cousin's house and mom was like, we were supposed to play Pinochle. Where are, where were you? And uh, dad was like, we went to see a haunted house. What's it to you? And I remember <laughs> mom being like, she just raised her eyebrow and like rolled her eyes. 
like, nobody was like, what the fuck do you mean you went to go see a haunted house you, with your kid? Like, do you know it, where dad took me to? The gas station so I could get chocolate. And then mom would say, did you give her chocolate? And I said, yeah. no, I would never tattle on dad. And I would have this chocolate, chocolate ring. Yeah. <laughs> that was my, that was my escapade. That's my escapade. I know. That was much more exciting. Much I know. Exciting. Dad was always, dad was always up for an, an adventure. So I love how Nico now says like, we go on an adventure. <laughs> we can do anything you want, Nico. I have it on record, yeah. whatever you want. Yes, I'll take you to Amityville to see no, the haunted house. he's not into that. <laughs> oh, but he is. But did you hear the latest that he went to a creepy bowling alley upstate? Do you know this? Am no. I giving you news? I, I don't know if that's a good idea because somebody so, might get in trouble. Okay. Sophie, Sophie and her friends had a little bowling date a few towns north. Okay. And so it was like a small place. <laughs> and... Uh, Oh, now I can't remember his name. Sophie said, um, so apparently Nico brought a friend home from the bowling alley. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, she didn't and tell And I me. think his name was Cody. Yes, it was Cody. She didn't tell you that? And so for a day or so, Nico was talking to Cody. <laughs> I was like... First of all, I... I was like, did you tell Kathy? No. She's like, ah, I'll see if it lasts. <laughs> so Cody came and went... <laughs> Well, I went to the house not that long ago because I got her, her stroller and I, every time I go, I sage and I bless, I literally like bless the house. <laughs> when I see Nico and I hold him, I do the Lord's prayer, the <laughs> Michael battle prayer. And he's the mo in a, in a bubble. He's in a bubble. I will not allow him to, to advance anywhere. And speaking as an exorcist, <laughs> yeah, as an exorcist, that's just something you do. You kind of know. When, you know, it's like being a police officer and you know, somebody's a little smart yeah. because you're in the field. So everybody's rotten. Yeah. I think yeah. everybody's got something. So <laughs> if I hug you and it's a little longer, it's because I'm praying. Because <laughs> I got to get my salt water out and then with the Vaseline and put a cross right. on you. It's fine. <laughs> it's all because I love you. You know, Nico. Yeah. He came over today and he, we we're, I'm teaching him meditation and we're doing it with tuning mm -hmm. forks. So he sits mm -hmm. on my chair and then he likes it when I do it and yeah. he breathes. And when he breathes, he goes, <laughs> I know I love he goes, so I take a deep breath and he just like pushes out. <laughs> it's like so funny. And but I was what's like, funny is like, when you're like, all right, take a deep breath, calm down. And then he just, he does stop, but he doesn't really breathe deeply. Correctly. <laughs> he just, like, he he just spits on you. I know. Oh my God. It's very funny. Can you tell that we've missed everybody? We're just catching up on everything that's going on. I so know. I just, I wanted to talk about resilience today. And the reason why is I just want to say happy Lunar New Year, Tiger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the Tiger. And tomorrow is, tomorrow yeah. is the second. Candlemas. Yeah, I'm not into, I'm, I don't know of these things. The In witchy bulk? stuff. That's it. Yeah. Because yeah, I keep saying embolic, and I don't know what embolic no, is. Embolic, I called it candlemas. Isn't it? Isn't it Bridget? Yeah, it's Saint Bridget's Saint Day. Bridget's Day. Well, yeah, the the Christians stole yeah. the Saint Bridget is one of those goddesses that is also a saint that is shared, mm -hmm. and um, the essence of Saint Bridget is just wonderful, and it's like the beginning of like it's like saying to the universe, "We're ready for spring." Oh. We're getting ready for spring. 
welcome light. The light is starting to come back. This is when you start noticing that it's no longer dark, you know, before the end of your work day, if you work a regular nine to five. Right. Um, uh, and if you don't work a regular nine to five, good for you. And uh, you'll notice that there's more daylight for you whenever you work, decide mm. to work. Um, and yeah, and it's just the beginning of you get ready for the spring equinox when everything just wakes up again. Yeah, that's going to so be that's nice. The, that's the holiday tomorrow. And Josh gave us. Oh, and it's, it's, uh, Addie said it's Groundhog Day too. Yes, they stole that. Yes. Where do you think it came from? Didn't and come isn't from that your anniversary day? Isn't that when you met? It you is Chris? mine. It, yeah, it's not when we met. It was when I demanded we had sex because he wanted <gasps> oh. to be exclusive. Oh. <laughs> and so it marks it marks the day that we were exclusive. That's <laughs> we nice. Dated for we dated for weeks, and Chris didn't know that I wasn't exclusive because we never talked about it. First of all, it. you're recording on a podcast. Can you just? I don't not... care. I've told everybody the story. All right. No, no I'm, I'm not just confessing Chris, anything. No, I'm like Chris. Poor Chris. I just I I feel bad. He doesn't for listen, Chris. and the, too bad he doesn't listen. Chris, I know. so so that was nice. So you decided you were going to be exclusive, on right? But I said, listen, I have plenty of fucking friends. I'm I'm 40. I don't need I don't need to have a friend I don't have that, or I don't need to have somebody in my life that I don't have sexual chemistry with. Right. Because at the time I was at, still at my peak. I was hot and heavy, <laughs> and I was having sex with amazing people. <laughs> she was at her peak <laughs> in my 30s. In my 30s. I peaked, man. <laughs> Sexual peak, mid thirties. It was crazy, and I was having great sex with lots of people. It was wonderful. And then Chris comes along, gets to be my fucking boyfriend and be perfect for me, fuck's sake. And he was like, "How do we be exclusive?" And I said, "Well, we better have sex because I'm not having you in my life exclusively. Friend, we friends with no benefits, That's like friends with no benefits. Fuck that makes that. no sense." <laughs> And I remember his face, like he, he had one of those, like a three stooges face, like his eyes went like, Ka-boing! like what? And I was like, let's get it on, dude. Like, let's see if it works. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, it works. It worked. Oh, it worked. Chris and Donna it worked, and then some, yeah. And then some, and he, he really, he knew me so well. So this is, um, together since 2008. So it's wow. 14 years. 14 years. Yeah. Dang. Dang, sister. I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so that is tomorrow. Thank you for reminding me. You're well you're welcome. Because I love Chris. I think about Chris all the time. I know you do. I'm his friend. I like that he's my friend. You know, it's it's great yeah. when you like your you're like your sister's partner. You yeah. know, it sucks when you don't like them. We've been through that. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> now I'm gonna take her on back. both sides. On both sides. Yes. Yes. So anyway i think that why i was saying about resilience is it's perfect because um there seems to be this huge tornado of anxiety that's happening with a lot of people and i wanted to address it that now is the time to be resilient um you know i know that it's just so rocky with everything going on with this covid and omni whatever and the the other d thing and then the flu and then are we working out? What's the D thing? The, isn't there a variant with the D? Delta. Thank you. Delta. Oh. <laughs> the D thing. <laughs> Delta. The D thing. And then it's like, you know. It they, ain't nothing but a D thing. That's, 
it's like it's so bad and i think that <clears throat> we're getting bombarded by um death and change yeah and yeah darkness and so this is where depression sets in no matter where you live that can happen and so it's a time to remember that as children we were very resilient and we were just talking about that and so you have to bring in that understanding of letting go of your fears and really work on it and remove the trauma and seek some help for that because mm -hmm. change is only going to continue our life is not going to look the same our society mm -hmm. isn't going to look the same our community our country is not going to look the same the world doesn't look the same mm -hmm. and if we keep having expectations that we're trying to get back to the same thing that's when that that's when you fall apart. Yeah. Did you watch the video I sent you with Kathy Rose, the astrologer and what her February message was? No, I didn't. I didn't get to finish watching it. So uh, I'm having issues in my own personal professional life. Um, I keep um, hitting roadblocks with people and projects. And um, she was speaking about the fact that and I highly recommend everybody just you can go to her YouTube channel and it says February, uh, February forecast, and it's only seven minutes long, but it was kind of, she had a very similar message, Kath, that you had, oh, which is, look at um, yeah, a couple of, um, couple of planets are still in retrograde or one, you know, Mercury's going out of retrograde, but things are going in and blah, blah, blah. And like the things that are happening planetarily. And one of them, at least through most of February, uh, what's in the air, the vibration is that, um, uh, uh, you're going to come across difficulties and blocks and, and it really is about your own attitude and how you're going to approach yes. them. Yes. And so for me today, it just so happened. I think I chatted with you this morning and I was like, I'm having doubts about a lot of things and, um, things that are like beyond my control are coming at me. And I'm like, I feel like I'm getting it from all sides. So it just so happened while I was wasting time uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> looking at YouTube, I was like, oh, Kathy has a new forecast out. So I'm going to look. And it was exactly that message. It was about, it's going to come at you. There's nothing you can do about it. And you can look at it as like tyranny coming at you, right. or you can just like, you know, ride the wave, change your attitude, decide how you're going to like be much more conscious about how you're going to act, like don't react, right? right? React without action and just yeah. get a flow, you know, like um, for those who are on Patreon, follow Patreon <clears throat> because the message is coming out is exactly that. Like, you, you know, every day you see this, um, you know, the story every day when the card comes out and, and you know, the, the prophetic message of that this today was about communication with relationships and having the strength to step back instead of being so um, impulsive with your emotions. Yeah. It's like everything that's coming at you. We do that. We are reactive and not preventative. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. this is why when things are happening, one of the messages last week was, I don't like to say crap happens because, you know, we, we, we say that as a joke, but seriously talking, it's not good or bad. It's, experiences that are happening for you it's not what's happening to you it's how you're handling it and right. perception is everything yeah so that was part of why we haven't been on because 
um, you know, personally, and I, I'm happy to share this is that, you know, before Tracy was passed away, the news of her dying, having to take care of all these things, I was going through physical ailments that were crazy, thinking it was menopause and it wasn't. And then she passes away. Henry and I got COVID. Then we couldn't work. And then I got sick and now I have serious illness and I'm going to have to have surgery, hysterectomy. Mm -hmm. So I'm like slam after slam after slam. Yeah. There's two things I could do. I could sit here and wallow in it and say, oh, what was me? Shit always happens to me. That drives me crazy. Stop saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's Mm -hmm. true. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. it's not true. And I validate that it's difficult. But what you say out loud is everything. And if Mm -hmm. you keep saying shit is always happening to me, guess what? Shit's always going to happen to you. Right. And that's what Kathy's message was about Mercury and retrograde. Right. It's like, if you just surrender to the narrative that it's going to be shitty, you're going to, it's going to be shitty. shitty. It's going to be shitty. And, and I have to say that when, you know, it was pow, 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 you know, Tracy dying us like saying, okay, we're going to take a break for a couple of weeks to just deal with it. Uh, you know, as sisters, as people, and like we put the sisters on hold, kind of slow down social media, except for Addie, who's like, putting up great content for us. So thank you for that, Addie. Thank you. Thank you. And then while we, you know, while we were being, you know, we were being sad sacks, but, but productive sad sacks, I'll say. And then you got sick and um, it's, it felt like, oh gosh, we can't record again. Then we thought, okay, we can record. And then you got sick again. And then it felt like, uh, and then I also got really super busy. I had a week of like, oh my gosh, and we could have just thrown in the towel and just been like, it's too hard for us to keep up this project. It's too hard, you know, Right. It, instead of just like taking a breath, taking a break, not forcing an issue, not pushing past, you know, because sometimes you do have to push past, but sometimes it's okay to just sit with yeah. it. Panther and medicine. so and so, okay, yes, panther medicine. And so, so you know, I would say for a good like month, you know, a moon cycle at least, it two, felt it like was two full months. Moon, it was two yeah, months that we just like took a breath, stepped back, and yeah. And you have you know, to you have to feel your feelings, and that's part of the issue with anxiety, is that when you have high like anxiety is about fear. The depression is about the past. Anxiety is about the future. It's fear-based thinking. When you have anxiety and you can't control the future or what's happening now, it's really hard to be in the moment and you have to train yourself to be here right now and not control what tomorrow's going to bring. And you have to feel your feelings in every moment and say, at this moment, I can't, but maybe 20 minutes from now I can, you know, it's like, but it has to be clumped yeah days and months you know like tracy dying my heart broke you know Mm -hmm. the part of my soul left i had to bring it back i mean it's Mm -hmm. you know but it didn't stop me from feeling my feelings and then also understanding that i am also here and i'm i'm living and there are moments i could still laugh and play Mm -hmm. people feel guilty people Mm -hmm. people feel they clump the expectations of how they're supposed to behave 
mm-hmm. in each moment. And that's what's happening is that people have expectations that things are going to go back the same way. They yeah. want their old doctors that come yeah. in and say, hey, how are you? And go to a pharmacy and say, hey, Kathy, do you want your medicine today? It's yeah. not like that now. It's not like schools before when we have these memories of, you know, these amazing, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we we don't have that same we had our own stuff. There's other stuff, but people are expecting it to return the way they're used to. And that disappointment is what mm-hmm. breaks people. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed that Tracy yeah. didn't get the right health care and she died. Yeah, but yeah. what we're not saying is that, but she was meant to die because she asked for mercy. Her yeah. life was traumatic. It wasn't about me. And so mm-hmm. when I stopped and said that, all of a sudden I was like, oh, stop saying it's not fair. Stop trying to to change something that's not there. Yeah. Instead of being angry that I'm sick, I said, okay, I'm going to get this taken care of. And guess what? I'm going to kick ass when it's done because I need to sit right now. I can't keep helping people and not helping myself. Mm-hmm. And I need to stop thinking and planning my life the way I think it's supposed to be. As an exorcist, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You have to accept that you're going to be faced with things and you have to be resilient. Guess what? I don't think I could do that work anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could do the same work as I did a couple of months ago, which was my, I thought was my destiny. I don't mm-hmm. think my body can take it. Mm-hmm. Am I disappointed? No. Am I confused? Yeah. Right. But right now it could change. It could change in a couple months. But right now I have to say no to things that I'm not used to because I have expectations. I'm supposed to be there and helping people in this awful time and thinking I'm the only person that could do it. So this resilience is about understanding that you're going to bounce back from your, from your most positive place, bounce back to a place that's happy and comfortable, bounce back from the disappointments because you have no control over it. Mm-hmm. So I just think that it's important to remind everybody mindfulness in the moment, stop controlling destiny, manifest stability and manifest things that make sense. Stop being yeah. specific. Meet the universe will meet you where you're at. Yeah. So yeah, I was a little pissed. I cried. I cried mm-hmm. a lot for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to, I had to sell my car. I sold. Yep. Everybody now knows. Yeah. I had to sell my car because it was the right thing to do because I'm not going to worry about eating or because I had to stop working over material things because that's not right. Important. Right. I ha- I made smart decisions because material things do not matter. They're and just was, things. Yeah. And I wasn't going to have my husband work two jobs just to keep a, a fancy car. I was mm-hmm. like, that's not happening. That was a loss and a disappointment. And then I went, wait, I was like, but then I'm going to get better and I'm going to be working my ass off again and doing what I want. And maybe I'll get a different car. Right. And I said, Donna, we're getting the minivan. <laughs> Donovan. Donovan needs a minivan anyway. And we're gonna go travel. And we're gonna yeah. have a good time. So it yeah. makes room for better things. Right. 
you have to have hope and belief that things happen to make room for better things to come. You can't say mm -hmm. stagnant. Mm -hmm. I felt very reverend, Dane. Sorry. Yeah, guys. really. Preaching. Yeah, yeah. First on of your, all, you're on your soapbox. My, where's my megaphone? My megaphone. <laughs> all right, everybody. So that's all I got. I got to say about that. Well, that's a lot, Kath. Listen, I got to spread the word. The bird is yeah. the word. Well, I am grateful that the bird is the word. That's <laughs> Nico's favorite song. I just told, did anybody hear me fart? I just farted. <clears throat> oh, well, now everybody knows. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, Nico's uh, new favorite song is Bird is the Word. And um, my favorite thing in the world, it's really my favorite thing in the world is I'll be driving him someplace like home or we'll be, and it's quiet in the car and he'll just start singing. Burr, burr, burr. Burr, 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 burr. No, my favorite. The, he's looking out the window, just going burr, burr, burr. <laughs> my favorite is when he goes, yellow submarine. Yes, submarine. Submarine. Yes, very cute. We could talk about it. I Nico do appreciate yeah, I know. My favorite thing about him, and then that's it, is that if, if I say, hey, you want to look at YouTube at some new music, like he'll say, okay. And yeah. I will show him, and he'll say, like, I like that. I don't like that. I like that. It's good. He's healthy. Yeah. It's healthy. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's very good. It's very good. Um, right. Yeah. So I was going to say thank you for. I'm glad you're sitting up. I'm glad you're feeling Thank better. You. Um, I'm a little uh, bit on oxy. I have to say, I'm just putting yeah. a disclaimer. Maybe that's why I can't say <laughs> a word. I am on medication. <clears throat> just a little yeah. bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. We, you know, you are on this path. We're not sure exactly when and how this journey is going to go, yeah. but um, we will record when you feel up to it. Yeah. We got to take one, one day at a time yeah divine time and um before we go uh i want you to try to say amityville again for those people who listen to the whole website and this is a good i'm gonna do it word for them okay i'm gonna do it but you have to say you have to mouth the words like i'm here like i can't okay i'm just gonna you know i'm just gonna open my mouth like a <laughs> like a ventriloquist all right doll. i got this i got this because okay, i thought about it for an hour wait wait before you do it yes Jody's gonna give help you. <laughs> Jody, so kind. Now there's flies everywhere. <laughs> Amityville. See? Very good. See? Amityville. Amityville. See? I wrote it down. I wrote it down because I know I was gonna say, it, and then I had to, you know, say it. Amityville horror. Yep. Based mm -hmm. on a true story is very scary. I even made a sentence, like I was in school. Look at that. See? See? <laughs> all right all um right. yeah thanks patreon circle yes please join us www.patreon.com <laughs> backslash the sisters are in yeah. uh five dollars ten dollars twenty and then join our uh, mentees right now we're learning uh, teaching automatic writing and sacral work um and it's awesome so in twice. the mentee in your, the mentee. your mentees. Yep. We're yeah, back doing twice, a, twice a month. Oh, and, um, uh, yeah. 
So we're doing yeah, if this is the year that you um, were looking to hone in on your specific divine path, whatever that is, Kathy will help you find it, fine tune it. Yeah, yeah, it's so, fun. It's yeah. really fun. And please uh, sign up for an uh, Instagram, uh, DJ Hematite, because I'm doing artwork <laughs> and music. It's great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be blowing up. I'm blowing up the spot, finding my identity. It's great stuff. That's not what blowing up the spot means, but okay. Blowing up. What does that mean? What does blowing up the spot mean? Blowing up the spot means that it, you know, someone was keeping a secret <laughs> or some, you know, like, oh, hiding, like they blew yeah. up your spot. That's not, that's not what I meant. That is I mean, not what you meant. I meant like blow, I meant like people are seeing me. <laughs> They're seeing me. All right. Okay. Listen. All I right. Love you. I love you too. Thanks, Addie. Thanks, Addie. Okay. High five. Bye, guys. Open up my window to substitute outside.